0: Got ups and downs the you
1: you are listening to let's drink about it the perfectly produced weekly show uh, where we proceed from the premise that every life event has a cocktail to go with it i'm your host chris bowman
2: and I'm Ben Harrison, and we've never made any mistakes with this show.
1: <laughs> and our lovely and talented guest this week is Alana Stewart, singer, songwriter, producer from the band Bonjay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, All around lovely gal. Thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you. How are you? I'm well. I'm I'm excited about this drink. Yeah. We've Hold been uh, drink.
2: we've been we've been working on getting you on for like uh, for a long time, Alana. I- well,
0: I mean that's kind of why I'm here today, is because. Because we I, wouldn't leave you alone until you <laughs> came? I was like, if, if I come on, they just won't bother me anymore. <laughs> no, but I've been busy with, um, with something very, very important. And now
1: ooh, ooh, ooh. it's done.
0: Ooh, ooh. Oh, do it? we have an that's exclusive here? That's, what?
1: A, that's a teaser to the life event. <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, but Alana um, is the woman that I spoke of um, in episode whatever, where I slept on the front porch that one time. <gasps> and uh yeah where the there was a skunk with a smell so bad it had a sound uh yeah (laughs) uh, so that was that was september october yeah august september of uh, 2015
0: yeah and i just want to apologize because i remember waking up at around 2 a.m that morning Uh and think i don't know why i had a feeling i should check my phone and i thought (laughs) you know what 2015 let's not look at our phones all the time just Go back to bed. Yeah, Nobody's stop texting being so you two a.m. That's that's
1: that's just uh, that's just the kind of relationship Elena and I have. Right from day one, we had a mind mouth. She yeah. just knew I was in trouble.
0: Except it was useless because yeah. you slept on the porch anyway.
1: Elena <laughs> was like, "Shit, Chris
2: is in trouble. I better check my phone." <laughs> sure enough, he's sleeping on the porch. Elena, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Cl- you know, I feel bad for Chris, but I'm semi glad that you did that, just because it gave us the most Chris Bowmany story that has ever Chris Bowmany. <laughs>
1: here's, here's the thing: it's like the, the Chris Bowmany stories. Like Ben will say, "That's the most Chris Bowmany thing I've ever heard." Every time I pull a me, so like each one outdoes the last. It's a, it's pretty great. Anyway, you were there for one of the best I, sort of
0: tangents. I'm curious, though. I do know you well, um, mm-hmm. but for those who don't. What is a Chris Bowman? How do you out-Bowman Chris Bowman? <laughs>
1: uh, that's a very good question. Um, a Chris Bowman is when you... Uh, it's pretty much Murphy's Law. Like, when something can go wrong, it will go wrong. That's a Chris Bowman. You know? okay. So I kind of just... I just kind of co-opted the term. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I never did it. It it's was given Bowman's to me. Bowman's Law now. That's my... That's my inter- yeah, Bowman's Law. That's like... Uh, My interpretation is other people that have told me that's a Chris Bowman thing. Like, I didn't make it up, you know. So, Ben, maybe you're better off answering this question.
2: I think Jesse made it up. Jesse
1: did, but like you... Jesse
2: Thorne, we're we're referring to. Past guest and host of NPR's Bullseye and George and Jesse Go.
1: Sure, but I mean, you've used the term, and
2: I mean, what does it mean to you? Just a time when, because you're such a decent person and don't (laughs) want to make waves with other people, you endure... Tremendous suffering that <laughs> could have like- could have been avoided with with an easy a,
1: oh, an easy reach out for help. It's true, actually. That is definitely that's like or calling
2: a-, a locksmith. I think anytime you do something that fucks your day up, that. Could have been solved if you called a locksmith.
1: Do you know do you know, Elena, that it happened again here that I got locked out of this house? Did I tell you that?
0: But you also (laughs) got locked in somewhere. You got locked in somewhere as well. Oh yeah.
1: I got locked in somewhere. So like again, yeah, this is actually I've never thought about these things together at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Doors. I just have a real hard time with doors. (laughs) (laughs) I've located the culprit. (gasps) Gosh. doors and locks. Why did it just, take can me we just, so long to get here? Oh my god. So all I know now is that I'm going to be deeply offended anytime there's a door to an establishment. It's like <laughs> facilitate me, facilitate me in my needs and my trouble with
2: doors. Right? That's I, the kind of thing we can do these days, right? The fact that you're just putting this together, Chris, is is really delightful for me because I've been aware of your trouble with doors for a long time. I feel I, like it, there's like an outsider uh, advantage that that we have. Look so I guess, at, you know. I guess maybe that leads me
1: to either a question or a statement. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll say so. Why you've been holding out, Ben? And also, you've been the culprit all along. You had the key to my to easing my suffering.
2: I guess I did. But Pun like to me, it was just so self evident. You just
1: you said it so eloquently there, and so concisely, and so quickly. You, <laughs> like you had that answer locked and loaded. You're just waiting for the question this whole time. <laughs>
0: Oh, I would like to say, Ben, that I'm I'm currently sitting in somewhat of a a stately chair with a, a, a little pedestal to the left of me and a and a glass of water. And I feel I was telling uh, Bowman earlier that I feel like a therapist, and I think this has officially become well his group yeah. therapy. I, I
1: mean, this is this is stage two of my weekly therapy, or uh, well, one, depending on how you look at it. Um, and but like you just said. Uh, I feel like I'm a therapist, or I feel like I'm in therapy. Except I'm the therapist. Exactly. And it just
2: totally happened. So there you go. Amazing. Yeah. I'll invoice
0: you. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. So
2: this is going to be a 45 minute episode because we can't go to the full hour. <laughs>
0: Why am I here again?
2: Uh, you, oh, and looks you, like we're uh, running
0: out of time. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, and and we we kind of had a stutter start there, but uh, we were talking. You just came in from a driver's test. Yes. So driver's test. <laughs> How does it? I mean, you. You know, you've made it. Yes. You're finally, After eighteen years
0: of driving. Mm-hmm. Um. Were you driving unlicensed for eighteen years? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yes. no. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So no.
1: <laughs> You want to explain the graduated licensing system yes. here in the uh, beautiful province of Ontario? Keep it beautiful.
0: Yes. So you can do your written test, which uh, is proof that you can safely learn how to drive on local roads under the speed limit of 80 kilometers an hour. Right, with, don't a, know driver, what that is. with a driver? Yes. Or someone in the passenger Well, you can... We're not going to get into yeah. the full details. Okay. I could drive on the road, not the highway. Got my G2.
2: What's your highway? Uh, the highway is 100 kilometers an hour up there? Yeah, yeah. 100
0: kilometers. Yeah, yeah. 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 But then Roughly this... analogous
2: to 60 miles an hour? That's correct, yeah.
0: 60, I'm going to say, yeah.
2: 60 miles an hour.
0: Really, I don't know. I'm going to say, yeah, but then the thing is it costs money to get your license. And that happened around the time I was in university. So I would booked the test gung ho. I'm going to get my license and then I would get sick and cancel, but then you don't get your money back and I'm broke and in university. So I'm like, I'm just going to go another five years with this temporary license. And then they would lapse and then I would get it again. And then I would just became a chicken shit. And then after my 33rd birthday, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get no. my full license When you
1: say you would get sick You mean stage fright You're at the Shut DMV up! And you'd be like <laughs> no, no, I can't no, do this no. and I would then, get like
0: a bona fide cold right, But they're right. like You know what We don't care if you're sick We're yeah. going to keep your money And you're going to have to pay us again Oh shit There's no way yeah. uh, Well
2: This is uh, really giving Chris A run for his money In the Bowmany behavior department By <laughs> the way That
0: is an insult No <laughs> offense <laughs> I was
1: waiting to see how that played out Like real quick No offense No <laughs> No, that's that's none taken.
0: <laughs> but for those of you <laughs> who are listening and thinking that we're talking about Bowman's Bowmanisms and my license, <laughs> we still have the grand reveal, so stay tuned and we'll tell you why I'm really here, but I well, did well, just well, get well. my license. <laughs> you know, we were talking about the fact that now that I have my full license, I could legally have a little bit to drink and drive home.
1: Right. So it's a zero tolerance policy uh, in the first stage. and. Yeah. Uh, A little bit more lax on the second. A little bit more party after,
0: yeah. So I did that. I got up at 6.30 a.m. to go for my lesson before the test. (laughs) And I was at the studio last night finishing mixes, uh, and I went to bed at 12.30. Wow.
2: Yeah, you're getting shit done. Yeah.
0: And that was a hint as to why I'm actually here, which we will eventually talk about.
2: We'll prep you. You'll you'll, you'll get the
1: prompt. (laughs) Uh, prompt you. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess we should probably do that. What do you say? Well,
2: then? why don't we just go ahead and do it?
1: All right.
0: Life events.
1: This week, um, I well, actually, recently, not this week. Recently, um, I had had enough of my neck and shoulder troubles, and I have started uh, getting massage therapy, proper like scar removal yeah, it's like awesome deep tissue dang, uh, yeah, uh, and so I need a drink for that. <laughs>
2: uh, I got swor- sworn at I got cussed out by an angry old lady outside the library, and I need a drink for that.: uh,
0: Wow. Um, I will say I don't I'm not ready to quite reveal, but I will say yeah. it's the equivalent of going to full-term pregnancy. And like, maybe like a week over and you're just like, I need to get this baby out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting this baby out.
1: Whoa. Dang. It's Whoa. my baby. Whoa. I, th- I mean, you know. <laughs> Let's Elena, drink to that. <laughs> Elena, Elena was like, so what, how do I do this? And then I kind of gave her a little uh, lowdown and then she just hit a home run. Just hit well, a
2: home them run. Don't feel
0: the magic. Just let them <laughs> feel the magic. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is, an ongoing, have... this is an ongoing discussion we're having on air about how to do our show.
1: <laughs> so, what we're doing is we're distilling, like by way of trial and error, we're distilling the perfect episode. So, like, right. this is just a, a learning uh, lesson, or a lesson we just had right now, a learning moment. So, eventually, yeah. the very last episode we're going to do is going to be
2: the one. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, you mean next week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Chris, uh, because you need something that uh, nicely uh, complements the smell of all those oils that you're getting put on you, Yep, you're going to be <laughs> drinking a Sunset Rubdown. Ooh. This is an ounce and a half of Campari, half an ounce of cognac, half an ounce of coconut rum, half an ounce of lemon juice, half an ounce of orange juice, and half an ounce of simple syrup. So you're going to shake all the ingredients with ice and fine strain into a chilled cocktail glass.
0: That sounds sexy. Yeah. And go ahead
2: and garnish with, uh, I don't know, an orange twist and a lemon twist. Would
1: uh, that seem fun? Sure. Um, I probably won't do that, but, you know, that, if, you're doing, if you're listening along at home, do it.
2: No, yeah, I didn't mean you.
1: Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um Alana, you'll be drinking something called The Long Goodbye. Mm. Um, This is two ounces of mezcal, uh, one ounce of fresh lime juice, and a half an ounce of mint simple syrup.
0: Can I say, Mm. I was going to say not to interrupt, but I'm going to interrupt, Yeah. (laughs) is that just this morning on the subway, on my way to the drive test, I was thinking about writing a song called The Long Goodbye.
2: Dang. Are you serious?
0: Yeah. Connected.
2: Whoa. Connected. Mind meld. <laughs> did, you, did you see like an Elliot Gould poster or something? <laughs> oh, yeah. In the, a film Noir poster.
1: Um, ben, you're going to be drinking something called the Beelzebub. Um, it is an ounce and a half of bourbon, three quarter ounces of lemon juice, half an ounce of Orgite or Jot. Take, Take a, a shot. shot. Uh, half an ounce of Lucano Amaro and half an ounce of Mezcal, another Mezcal drink. Ish. Uh, add all ingredients to a shaker with ice. Shake and strain into a coupe. It's, actually it says coupe. What's a coupe? Is that like it's a smaller a coupe? coupe? Yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh, garnish with nutmeg. So that
2: sounds tasty too. Now I have two questions about this, Chris. I think yeah. the recipe you sent me has 1.3 ounces of bourbon. Yeah, I just assumed for? it was a typo. I, I it's got to it be a typo, right?
1: Yeah, like, oh. there's no way this is 1.3 ounces. If it's 1.3 yeah. ounces. Throw this recipe
2: immediately in the yeah. garbage. Two ten, the two-tenths of an ounce are... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crucial. Um, <clears throat> now, the other question. You know me, Chris. I keep no fewer than half a dozen types of Amaro on hand at any given time. Of course. Uh, Lucano is not among them. Uh, what, do you, what do you recommend in terms of substitutions? Uh well Lucano's a dark Amaro, right? Yeah. So um I, and
1: like I'm not overly familiar with the uh the flavor God I'm sorry, the flavor profile. Um so <laughs> um uh I don't know. I'm trying to think of the other Amaros I've used. Like Lucano, Nonino,
2: Montenegro are the ones I use most regularly. Yeah. I have Montenegro and I have Ramazzotti, which I was thinking might be good. Uh um, I mean Montenegro is probably sweeter than
1: Lucano. I think Lucano is a little more bitter, if I remember right. I could be totally wrong. Yeah. I mean just why don't you just try the Ramazzotti? I'm I think gonna try, I'm gonna try the Ramazzotti. I think uh the Montenegro is too sweet. Yeah. But you know, Yeah, I that
2: remember. shit is really sweet at Montenegro. Mm
1: hmm. Um uh, you mean like super sweet, right? Like that? <laughs> Sweet,
0: man, so sweet <laughs> It's sweet. wicked sweet
1: <laughs> Wicked sweet, bro You could even say uh, Okay, well, let's, uh, let's have an afternoon beverage, shall we? Let's do it Let's All do
0: right. it Make those drinks.
2: Cheers, guys Cheers Chin chin Clink. Let's have an actual cheers Is we going to do up. this? Okay. Mm. Ooh, wow <laughs> I like my drink a lot more than I was expecting to Oh, oh man! What? Can
0: I taste it? Yeah. <laughs> trade,
2: trade sipsies. Yeah, okay. we'll do it. Um, now uh, you guys are trading. Chris has the sunset rubdown. <laughs> Alana has the long goodbye.
0: It sounds the sounds like a, a trading rubdowns. Of... Yeah, it doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> Pornographic collection.
1: Um. But the long goodbye, Ben, you mentioned the uh, that film noir, like that oh. 70s. Uh,
0: Holy, um, sorry. Yeah, with Raymond
1: Elliot Carver. Gould in it. Yeah, the Raymond Carver story. And um, that there's it? a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I'm
0: like a child. You're having a conversation, and I'm interrupting. By asking for my you drink. you must know how much I love it, <laughs> and I want it. I'm the baby of the family. Can I have this?
1: <laughs> or as, as kids like to say, Cut. Can I, can I have this? Can I have this? <laughs> look it. <laughs> look it, look it. Can I have this? <laughs> mm. Mm. But the long goodbye, mm. you'd say smoky.
0: Yeah. Mm. But it's nice. It's mm. nice after you have a bit of the sweet because then it brings out the smoke, but it also brings out a little bit of the, the mint simple syrup.
1: Yeah, I didn't uh I don't think I got the mint. I'd have to well well maybe after this we'll make some more, but I'll get I'll get another sip after. Uh, um but yeah, this uh so you like you're surprised by how much you like your drink, Ben?
2: I am. I uh I was grating the nutmeg on top of it and mm-hmm. that is a move that I strongly associate with tiki drinks. Uh-huh. Uh many tiki drinks call for grated nutmeg as a garnish. Um the actually the drink I gave uh Sean and his mother chitra on uh on the last episode mm-hmm. had uh, had nutmeg grated on it but that was served uh, on the rocks with a straw mm-hmm. and so you know my my thought is that typically you grate nutmeg on there as a as a a, uh, a scent effect essentially mm-hmm. where you're smelling it but you're not you know, like it, it's sitting on top of the drink, and it's not getting sucked up by the straw. Right. So it's just there for your nose. Whereas this is this is a drink that's served up. I prepared mine in a Nick and Nora glass, which has a, you know, it's a it's it's like a coupe that's taller and thinner. Okay. And uh, so you're getting a little bit of a sawdust thing uh, on each sip with the right. uh, flecks of of nutmeg, which I don't love. Yeah, but uh, other than that, it's really dandy. I think, uh, and I, I like I like smelling the nutmeg while I'm sipping it. So I wish there was like a filtered Nick and Nora glass that I could <laughs> I could get. Um,
1: I uh, think this is my favorite drink in a long time. It's beautiful. Really? Yeah. Mm. This is like a stunning drink, and you know, <clears throat> sunset rubdown. The sunset rubdown. Good Lord. Uh, you know, I, we always kind of, well, we kind of knock, like, coconut rum. Like, I had to go buy Malibu rum today because...
2: Right. There, there are fancy and yeah. non, non-trashy non yeah. uh, <laughs> coconut rums available. Malibu is not among them. No, exactly. So, like, that's pretty much our only option up
1: here, at least in Ontario. It's, you know, well, here's here's a coconut rum, the only one we're going to let you have. <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, they definitely exist. Like, there's nice coconut rums. Um right. And you know what? Half an ounce in the rest of this, right? You know, you can hardly tell like the coconut flavor is present, and that's all that really matters. But uh, I
2: shouldn't, I shouldn't malign coconut Malibu rum too much. I mean, I I probably haven't had it since uh, you know college or whatever. Fifteen, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah, No, exactly.
1: So by by not maligning it, you're kind of doing so by (laughs) saying I haven't had it since I was a child.
2: Well, but there's lots of. I mean, like lots of people don't like (laughs) rum in general because all. that, you know, they drink rum and cokes when they go to parties yeah. in high school, and then they yep. barf, and then they're like, "Oh, rum makes you barf." You totally. Know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, rum gets a bad rap, I think, but
2: uh... I think tequila gets the same. The same, like, oh, like tequila is for people that want to over overdo it.
1: You know. Are you Elena? Are you a typically a tequila drinker? Do you like tequila? Uh, I
0: like good tequila, but yeah. I typically drink scotch. I'm a, I'm a seldom drinker, but when I do, I like something with depth of flavor, and that's why I like. Scotch. Wow,
1: you might like mezcal for the same reason. Then
0: I think that's why this is uh, this is growing on me because I like getting the immediate hit of mm-hmm. what I think the fla- the the prominent flavor should be, mm-hmm. and then when you let the the sip linger on your tongue, mm-hmm. then you're you suddenly become aware of like all the layers mm-hmm. of the depth of flavor. Yeah, kind of like what my project is.
2: Oh well, then why oh, just, why do not I not detect just... a segue? Uh, Speaking expert,
0: of, the, or, or, the or is that a hoverboard? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've played this up. What is more important than the birth of your child? <laughs>
1: I know. <laughs> Alana, and then Alana knows too. She's going to tell us right now. It
0: is it the honest. completion of your very first album. Hey. hey. Yeah. Wait, this yeah. is your first album, I thought? First full length oh, album. Oh, okay. So it was an EP? Yeah. An okay. EP, and EP, some singles. And okay. now, first full-length album with no covers. All and original. All original. And it's been like four, five, five years since our last release. Wow. Yeah, we had actually completed an album. Um, I, as, I was, as I'm talking, I'm thinking, I'm like, how much do I want to reveal considering the album is not yet out? Right. But I'll just keep it on. So We had finished an album um, and felt like we could do better and life happened in the in the middle of that and uh, Hmm. a lot of like artistic development happened in the middle of that Uh, i went to london in the uk to Mm -hmm. study theater uh, for live performance So doing things like
2: Only people in Ontario Feel like they need to <laughs> specify, specify which London yeah. We're talking about yeah. Yeah. yeah It's true Not London, Ontario no. Oh yeah. I, London. I went to London, Ontario And developed artistically That <laughs> yeah. old yeah. chestnut <laughs>
0: That old chestnut Wow You're a real nice guy <laughs> Real nice guy but I did things like that And went to Montreal And learned dance And performance art And learned how to record myself And all these things that you know, you hope will make you a better musician,
1: and that sounds like a lot of learning in five years. Like, so yeah. where in that five years, That's like going did, to
2: college, damn,
1: yeah. But where <laughs> yeah. in that five years did you sort of decide that that, I guess, first attempt at this record didn't or wasn't uh, good enough? Like, That's
0: a good question. I mean, it's been so long; I don't even remember. It's been an ongoing process of, mm. you know, it's it's like that thing that Ira Glass was saying, where in having, a, I'm. Paraphrasing, but essentially, when you when you're trying to achieve your life goal or pursue a career out of your vocation, you know the people that make it are the people who can feel the gap between where they are mm-hmm. and where their taste level is. Right. And if you could just kind of push through that, then eventually the two will match up mm-hmm. and hopefully turn into what we identify as success. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't. I feel like throughout the whole process, I was aware of that of that gap. And I was continually like reaching for that next level. That's
1: a big deal to sort of finish something, Mm -hmm. you know, as much as you can on your end and just say, you know what? I don't want to hand this over to be mixed and mastered. I I don't even know what part of the process, but you don't want to hand it over to someone else because you're not comfortable with the, like that's a huge decision because that's so much time and effort. That's just gone. Right. Yeah. I mean, not, uh, you obviously learned a lot in that, in that time, but to have that, to miss that, Or to not have that product, you know, uh, and then take another X amount of years, right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I don't want to put too fine a point it on it. It
0: sounds way more romantic and poetic than it is. It's a but lot I mean, of like, fuck. Sure. But like, that's, <laughs> Shit, that's man. Like, that's the romance.
1: It's like the romance <laughs> is in the fucking struggle of making the thing, it's right? It's
0: true. It's true. Yeah. And then over the course of it, you lose sight. You can lose sight of, okay, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. This doesn't feel good. This is supposed to feel good. It's not bringing me any joy. So then at some point, it became not about me and it became not about my bandmate it became about okay well you know you see this your music as this child that you're rearing Mm -hmm. and Mm. so you know what you might hate your job but your child has to eat Mm -hmm. so you do what you have to do to raise a healthy non-asshole human being (laughs) you want to make good music (laughs) sometimes you got to go to montreal and get somebody to break your body down so that it could free your mind or you go to london and you get somebody to like force you to scream out Shakespeare and do a monologue in front of a room of strangers, mm-hmm. even though you're not an actor, because it's going to free your voice. I'm mm-hmm. I,
1: like, I'm sitting here listening to you. Uh, and your eyes are glazing on no, 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 <laughs> no, fuck no, no. My eyes are like, my eyes are widening and like the terror I'm feeling inside is so real. Well, you're talking about like getting up in front of a room full of people you don't know and shouting out Shakespeare you know, because you think that's the thing you have to do. It's like, even if I think like, oh, yeah, I'd like to get up on stage and tell a story. Like, the idea of it terrifies me. But Yeah. You know, that's good fear to you? face, though. It certainly is. I mean, and I, I've done it to an extent, you know, uh, you know, way back when, when we were with uh, our fellas and our friends in uh, Stuff You Should Know. But, um, you know, this is, you know, you, you're doing it just entirely for yourself here, you know, like to, to grow, right?
0: Well, it doesn't, I mean... I. I'm really not trying to get on a high horse or sound pretentious but it really eventually wasn't about it wasn't about me
2: mm-hmm.
0: and partway through I realized I mean I've always known that music was what I was going to do and it was going to be a long game and that was mm-hmm. fine um, cause I did other things that made me not have to completely rely on music. So I wouldn't resent it if it, you know, if it did take four or five years to finish an album, mm-hmm. I wouldn't blame music for wasting my time or wasting my life. Cause I had other things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always knew that I would, I would do it, but eventually it, I think I I've grown into this album and I've grown as a woman. And now it is really about the music. How do I make it as, as good as possible? And then you do have fun moments. I got to go to London and learn these things and I got to go to Montreal and work with a woman who inspires me. And uh, just last week was the first time Ian Ian Swain, my, my bandmate and I, um, listened to all the songs that we've done. And you could just feel this collective energy between the two of us. It's like, if music was our child, we were at its university graduation seeing it walk up and get that diploma, you know? And just, it's like, whoa, we birthed that. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Like, all that time, all the disagreements, all the self-doubt, all the people asking constantly, like, on a weekly basis. I mean, even our parents who love us no matter what are like, is an album supposed to take this long? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, and it's like, when your parents are asking you, it's like, you gotta hurry your shit up. Um, well, I think that
2: that's also something that's very obscure to those of us who have never made an album before, is it always feels like, man, like it seems like it takes such an insane amount of time to get an album put together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. looking yeah. In, Looking
2: in from the outside, like, you know, all of my favorite, all of my favorite musical acts... You know, the minimum is like twelve months between album, but more mm-hmm. often it's you know three or four years, mm-hmm. and you're just like, what are they even doing in those three yeah. or four years? Yeah, and I guess and it's the... going to London, Ontario, and. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the thing is, you come out and it's like it spent it took that long to come up with nine songs. Like how yeah. slow are you? How bad? Like, what's at the running time of the record? Oh, maybe like, oh. It's hard to say actually. I haven't I haven't calculated because we have one song that's like three and a half and then there is this one song. We wanted it to be this epic journey that's about seven minutes, a little over seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Um so maybe between forty five and fifty minutes long. Yeah. Ten minutes
1: a year, no big deal. <laughs> oh God. No oh, big God. deal, right?
0: <laughs> Buy this album. I know you don't have to and you can stream it. No, I'm joking. Um but it's not. I mean it's it's worth it because we have all these other songs that are ready for the next album, and yeah. it's freeing to be done. And also, life happened in that time. I got hit by a car last year, and so just as we were like getting ready to wrap things up, mm. got hit by a car, and then it's like, oh, well, you can't finish an album when you're concussed. So things yeah. like mm. you know, things like that.
1: Funny story about you getting hit by cars. Like we met on the landing. <laughs> uh, you were coming in, and I was going out the house, and oh, yeah. and uh, I said, "How's it going? Ah, good. I just got by a car." And Mike I said, "What?" <laughs> And uh then my phone rang and the ringer I have on my phone makes it sound like a, a fart and you were like, you look at me and I was like, No. No. That wasn't
0: I was like, I know we're close. Yeah, it wasn't It's like
1: you just got it's like hit by a car? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I get uh, gassy when I'm anxious. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, so well Chris been hit by
2: a car too. So you were having a gassed flashback. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well done, buddy. Yes. But I mean,
1: you know, it's like it's been uh talked about like on again, off again over the years. Like you look at like bands in let's say late 60s, mid 70s, late 70s big name bands who like were putting out a record a year, mm-hmm. you know. like you, you know, like the whole Beatles career thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like they changed Completely in seven years, you know, Mm -hmm. and then that was it. But, you know, nowadays, I guess, like, maybe it's because there's a wider focus or something. I don't know. Like, even big name bands nowadays don't put out an album a year. Yeah. You know, like, some, some of them do. Like, some bands are prolific and most sort of take their time. But, so... Who's to say? I don't know. I mean, it took the time it needed to take, I guess.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's hard to speculate. I mean, back then they had infinite resources, you know, mm-hmm. they had arrangers and co-producers, not taking away from their talent, but in terms of having the infrastructure and resources to help execute their vision. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why there weren't that many big name stars is because sure. so many of the, the resources were allocated to fewer people. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now, you know, it's the two of us playing the role because uh, Bonje, my my band, uh, makes kind of weird soul music mm-hmm. and it's inspired by dancehall reggae. So like lots of rhythm that gets the body moving and lots of bass. But then also, um, it's also inspired by my gospel church upbringing mm-hmm. and Feist. So a lot of evocative songwriting and emotive singing
2: mm-hmm. um that, that sounds like a pretty awesome bouya bass if you ask me <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's kind of like this drink the long goodbye it's like you know you get this initial hit of the the lemon which is very impactful kind of like the the bass and the drums but then when you listen to the lyrics it's real stories of how we live in cities today and um there's just i think a depth of flavor to the album much like this cocktail
1: You know what? Regular regular uh, guest Alana uh, Stewart here <laughs> Describing her drink A new regular guest It's taken eight months But uh, you're going to be Hanging a lot of this young
0: I'll lady I'll be back in another eight months <laughs> yeah. And then in five years I'll we'll yeah. have another album You today. thought you were doing
2: this To get us off your back But we, we, we do not let go Of people that are easily yeah, that's, right. that's right, that's right.
0: <laughs> I am flattered So, you know, so does this to... album have a name? This album does have a name It's called Lush Life and it's inspired Ooh. by um, a novel of the same name. The Richard with, Price novel. Yeah, the Richard Price novel. I love that yeah. book. Yeah. It's a great story, right? Yeah. And it kind of, it, it's, it's loosely inspired by that and um, the, the notion that, well, not the notion, the fact that uh, the majority of the human population lives in urban areas. And so we tell stories imagined and otherwise of the beauty and the chaos of that, of like immigrants coming and experiencing a new culture, or like yeah. sleeping with somebody that doesn't look like you, mm-hmm. or I don't know, like being a millennial and working nine to nine, and what what impact does that have on your relationship? And um, so yeah. it's real
1: easy listening,
0: real Lyrically, easy, it's real just, easy, wow. yeah. But <laughs> it's it's wrapped in this beautiful music that that yeah. moves your body and. Uh, I'm excited to share so I'm so, I'm so glad you're excited. I'm yeah. excited to reveal because, my baby. you know, when <laughs> we... When and everybody's going to be like, your baby's ugly. Because <laughs> babies are ugly when they're born. <laughs> I'm joking. It's nice.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, when we were living together for the two months that we did in the summertime, uh, you know, that was, you know, as we said, you had gotten the concussion. You were hit by the car and that slowed you down. And, like, I did get to see, like pretty much four and a half years of frustration be put on hold yeah you know so like you were just about finished and then you had to wait an extra like i guess six months minimum yeah right
0: and i still have to take it easy because i'm still still suffering suffering from the issues
1: well we could talk about this forever because i uh, i don't think my lawyer would like me to talk about it i wish I, i wish we could i i wish i uh could talk uh for hours about you know Just exactly how? Well, I don't know how long I have suffered for. I I mean, I didn't know because you know you got like similar injury injury to me. Yeah, Uh, like concussed on the back of the head, you know. And
0: you got knocked out of your shoes.
1: uh, More or less. I mean, twenty five feet. I went flying. You know, it's for real. Anyway, this is uh, me turning it around on me. But yeah, it's (laughs) it's uh, you know it's nice to see that you're like excited and it's happening and you know.
0: And that's it. And that's, that's what I'm most grateful for, is to come out at the end of this process, still feel excited, mm-hmm. and still love music, and to still be creative.
1: You know, like you've gone through the, the frustration and like hating doing what you're doing. Yeah. And then it's kind of like a testament to that whole process. It's like you've got to feel everything. And in the end, you, you know, the result you're getting is the one you hope for. Right? Yeah. Because it doesn't like kill your passion. Yeah. So... It's uh, like the long goodbye.
0: The long goodbye.
1: You know? Or the slow hello. As we introduce the album to the world, you're letting it go.
0: Yeah. yeah. Jesus. hmm This shit got deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Therapy.
1: Uh, therapy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. Um, Benjamin. Yes, Chris. What do we got? What do we got? Beelzebub. You had, a, you had a run-in
2: with the <laughs> devil. I really did, man. Mm-hmm. I, uh... The other day my my wife left her badge for work uh at the apartment and so I had to take it to her so that she could like she got in but you know she can't like come and go freely from uh from where she's working without right. this badge and so it was kind of you know she needed it and mm-hmm. uh I uh I decided I'd take the dog down and we I'd like visit the office and uh and see her and I I was already kind of having a rough day, uh, for some other reasons, but I got on the ferry to go down to the part of Brooklyn that she's working in. And, uh, when I got off the ferry, it just started dumping rain and I had like kind of a long walk ahead of me. So I was like, great, I'm going to show up and like walk around this office soaking wet, Mm. which, uh, wasn't, wasn't really in the plan. And, uh, and I get there, and she's like, "Oh no! Like the dog can't come in the building. Like security won't let him." So I was like, "Great!" <laughs> I should. So now I have a wet dog and no office tour to to compliment it. And uh, so I was a little miffed. And
1: so you could you could say you pulled the real Ben Harrison in that one. Uh, yeah,
2: absolutely. Ben. So yeah. I'm I'm trudging back to where I'm going to catch the ferry, and I happen to walk by a public library and a woman, uh, like an older woman comes out and like stops just short of bumping into the dog. But she was really like bolting out of this library. Like, and I was just walking past on the sidewalk, like normal. And, uh, she really took deep umbrage to the fact that there was a dog where she wanted to walk and (laughs) just starts like cussing at me. Like, like, what the fuck kind of game are you trying to play? And and I was I was like, "Oh, what uh, the fuck kind of game are you trying to and play?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And I I was like trying to I was I was I mean, I didn't really have anything to apologize for, but like the first words out of my mouth were, "I'm sorry." And mm-hmm. I was I spent about 20 seconds trying to uh apologize for the almost bumping into each other that we had <laughs> right that didn't in fact happen you're, you're and she just she game, stayed at like at like 11 on the you're you're trying to fuck me over scale and oh, man. so that's i a, like a fucking switch flipped in my head like i don't that's like a 2
1: second I, switch <laughs> i guess so i mean like guys. i
2: don't i don't really like engage people like this ever like i am not no. a confrontational person like i really don't externalize this kind of anger very often. But you're I, a
1: rational person. Like you apologized and expected things to be cool, and then 20 seconds later, she's still saying, "What the fuck game are you trying to play?" And you, like, yeah, I think this. I think this is sounds like kind of how. I mean, uh, like a healthy reaction. It's
2: like, well, wait it a second. Probably now is, I, but you, you like, already
0: apologized for not doing anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: It's a Canadian way. <laughs> Canadian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: But I did uh, find <laughs> myself standing in front of a library. Telling an old woman to go fuck herself at the end of the day, which is, uh, you know. Yeah. And yeah. on a, you know, in a vacuum, that's pretty bad.
0: Can I ask you something? Was this like a mature woman of 50 or was this an old granny with... I'm going to okay.
2: put her in the 55, 60 range. She okay. But looked... old
0: enough to know better.
2: She really, like, I mean, she was dressed professionally. Like, I, I would... I would have guessed that she might be like a a school teacher or some kind of some kind of professional woman. Like didn't didn't seem like a crazy didn't you know, she wasn't like a homeless person that was hanging out in the library and like leaving to go get a fix or something, you know. She wasn't mm-hmm. like she wasn't like a, a cast out, a social cast out. She was like right. a a normal who just really took deep offense to you know, and then I'm like walk I'm like halfway down the block turning around going, Fuck you <laughs> asshole <laughs> you know?
1: but you want to you want to talk normal i mean like it sort of then becomes or you want to talk therapy even you want it becomes your responsibility to understand that it's not the dog mm-hmm. right it, it's nothing to do with you or the dog like right. it's like
2: yeah well then, like yeah and i was like moment, i was like he's moment, a puppy like, he's trying he's right. he's not aware of you like what are we talking about here
1: right i mean you you had like that moment lasted 20 seconds for you and you're like okay Now I'm making a decision. like, And I mean, I'm with you 100%. Like if she keeps it up, then you've taken the time to sort of like try and understand her position. It's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, you know, for nothing happening. (laughs) But, uh, uh, you know, and then it it persists and it's, you know, apparently still your problem. But, you know, we all know it isn't. So, yeah. But, man, I've been there, buddy, where you're like fucking chasing somebody almost so you're right you're walking away at this point but you're like you know yeah you better run yeah fuck you <laughs> yeah
0: well i'd like to congratulate you on your fuck you because i find it hard to say like fuck and make it sound really yeah. hard yeah. but you sound yeah, oh i, I really it.
2: nailed it if if i had a recording of this everybody would be super impressed by by how Dude. much how much force of of will i put into look ben, my F you. i
1: think we're very similar in the way that like a real angry fuck you is just bubbling under the surface. <laughs> yeah. Like most times. There's right? almost like nobody
2: just, that I don't feel like deserves one, but yeah, she's no. the only person so I've actually said a, it to in 10 years. a level years. playing field. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's like, you know what? I really don't want to tell this 56-year-old woman to go fuck herself, but I, I'm compelled. Yeah. I have to. I must. <laughs> I, but, I once told a guy with a dyed mustache to go fuck himself. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what that means. It's like like a,
2: like a comb. Put like some like he, Grecian formula in the mustache to make himself look younger. I, I see you've dyed your mustache
1: before, Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. This guy, you know, he's like an older gentleman, and, and
2: uh, I know. played uh, I played Agamemnon in the school play when I was in middle school, <laughs> and I do not look Greek, and the uh, the uh, makeup department chose to darken me up for the role, and. Uh, <laughs> So I know all about uh, Can all you about clarify?: it. Like they tried to make me look Greek, but I'm like the, the palest person in the world, so uh, they, like, they got like foundation makeup that's too dark for me and then, <gasps> that, and then they put like Greek, Grecian formula in my hair to make it look darker. So did you have one of those amazing, like was it just your face? like did you have one of those hard lines like, you know, <laughs> on, like, on your: uh, chin? I don't remember. yeah, I guess it must have been on my like hands and, hands and face?: so, I don't know. Oh my God. Yeah, that's that's controversial at best. Yeah, that's colorism, dude. Yeah. That's, or
0: dumb. that's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. Zoe dumb. Saldana dumb.
2: is in big trouble for that type of shit. <laughs> I mean, true. less less fraught when you're when you're going from like northern european to greek, probably, sure. but yeah, when you're going from translucent,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, that's not hard. not
2: a choice that I would have made had I been in the middle school play in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> you know, after I probably wouldn't be, have even auditioned for the After choosing to be in part. a middle
1: school play in your thirties, you choose not to get
2: the makeup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good decisions all around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of good decisions, you're taking care of yourself, Chris. I like to hear this. Yeah, uh, it's uh,
1: about damn time, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, so basically, it's been, and I don't, I, I question the pain that I feel sometimes. I'm like, oh, is that actually as bad? Because like, it, you know, I kind of, I, I. Ignore it, you know, for less of, lack of a better term. But I've You're been crisp three, it. I totally I ignore the problem in hopes that it will go away, mm-hmm. and then it uh, you know much to my chagrin I go around the corner and it's five times the size. Um, anyway, uh, so it's been like three sessions so far of this massage therapy.
2: What are they doing? They're like gripping on your muscles and
1: like I'm moving you, you them wanna around. About, you want to talk like uh, you know? So the warning I got the first time was. Uh, um, the masseuse says, like, this is not going to be fun, right? Like, just after we talk about the problems, the ailments, whatever. Like, yeah, they're not putting
2: the, on, like, a smooth
1: jazz record and lighting a candle. She, then, yeah, and the way she it's like, this is not, this is not uh, a moisturizing massage. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's great. Perfect. Like, beat me up, it's you know?
0: A dry massage? Well, you know, there's... <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I where, mean, where look, eventually, it, it's, it's not just about the one thing right we're getting like so vague now <laughs> anyway so basically like there are moments where she like you say then actually does like for example i didn't know like uh my um what's it called diaphragm uh like under my rib cage uh last week she just found a spot and pushed whoa now like you know it's all about pressure points obviously and you know, for this hour, it's just over and over again, like pressure points. And this diaphragm one, um, and, and often like the, the couple days later, you're feeling that massage a couple days, it's like you've been beat up, you know? Yeah. But Oh, my God. Like, I didn't know, first of all, like, obviously, the diaphragm is a muscle and it expands and contracts and, and like, no idea that there was any kind of tension there you know and uh so it's incredible like she's explaining to you like oh here these muscles run so like in your neck for example they'll run or shoulder they'll run all the way to your fingertips and you'll feel the pain at the back of your head or you know these kinds of things wow uh so it's like really enlightening and uh it really makes you aware of like yeah i need to take care of myself i need to you know and this this it extends into like weightlifting you know she said like the only way to really challenge your bones as you get older is to lift weights so you know this uh hopefully uh, if i can keep the momentum up will lead into actual like weight training and stuff like like, i I don't belong i don't belong in a gym come on bodybuilding chris well my dad so my dad i remember like one of the uh pieces of advice the best pieces of advice that he gave me and i promptly ignored was uh (laughs) Don't wait as long as I did to like get into the gym. Like he, I think maybe mid thirties started going to the gym and, uh, uh, maybe even for like early forties. And, you know, he was in the gym for like 15 years after that, 20 years after that, you know? Um, so instead of taking the advice I've done exactly as my father has done and now I'm, uh, thinking about,
0: but you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Do you think that, uh, I feel like with therapy, uh, when I've been in therapy, like a big portion of the good that comes from therapy is just like actually chopping off a portion of your week and saying, like, I'm going to like get on the train, I'm going to show up at this place mm. at this time, I'm mm-hmm. going to focus on the thing that I don't focus on well, the I rest think of the time. Yeah, right I mean, now.
1: I think it's like, and this is part of like therapy. Like I am in therapy uh, like a weekly basis, and... Uh, you know, part of that is you know, you want your mind right, you want your body right, you know, you want to eat right, you want to treat yourself, you know, because it's like one works with the other, Mm -hmm. like they're not separate, they work together. And I mean, they're separate and work together, but um, and you got to take care of both. Um, but I think it's just about finally, and I I mean, this in the best possible sense, it's giving in, like, stop resisting, like, Mm -hmm. it's just something you should do, it's something you need to do. And, And speaking to myself, you know, um, And and I think that it's just like this natural progression. Like it's been a, it's just how my mind works. It's like, oh no, I, I don't want to work out. Like it's like taking time out of my day, you know? And I mean, I'm sitting across from somebody who does that regularly. I was just going
0: to say that I love working out. Totally. But this
1: is the thing. It's a healthy thing. And I think like there is like, there's the opposite end of the scale too, right? It's like people that just don't ever leave the gym. Yeah. You know, um uh, you know, it's it, as bad as the people that never enter one, you know?
0: Could be, yeah. I
1: mean, you know, you're phys- you're in physically good shape and everything, but there's just maybe something else that needs to be addressed. I don't know. <laughs> Who am I to say? <laughs> yeah. But um but I mean you you we were just talking about it. I mean you work out
0: every day, pretty every much every day. Yeah. And and But I've over the years I've learned how to work out properly. Right. Um and I've found things that I like to do. Mm-hmm. And I have a workout partner who's there with me. Mm-hmm. And if not, you know, we text each other. We, we have a friendship, obviously, that was birthed in the gym. It's all about birthing today. Yeah. <laughs> that started in, in the gym. But it's nice to have somebody hold you accountable or they learn your weaknesses and you help each other. It's nice not to have to do it mm-hmm. alone mm-hmm. and not to have to motivate yourself because I like going to the gym, but I'd rather stay at home eating a piece of cake and watching Netflix. Sure. Let's be real, yeah. you know? So if you if you can find something that that you enjoy and it doesn't feel like that struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: that's, that's exactly. I mean, that's why like the personal trainer thing is mm. sort of like how I have to go about it because anytime I've ever really learned, it's like with someone else, yeah. you know? So I know that about myself. So if I and leave you don't myself, want to embarrass yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you, you see those amazing photos online of people like at the gym who are using a machine or something that's like, what are you doing, man? Like, you're, yeah. you're bending yourself into a pretzel. That's for your legs, not your head. You know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they think it's a neck exercise and it's really for fucking lifting weights on your, like your thighs. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway, it's amazing. So, yeah, I'm, I don't want to be that guy.
0: But you're talking about the people who get it wrong, who go to the gym and totally. get it wrong. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean,
2: there's a lot of fun uh, GIFs and YouTube videos of that on the internet, by the so way. Good. <laughs> so good. So good
0: there is i'm sorry there's a video i'm sorry to this person i don't know because who knows what i'm doing wrong but a friend posted a video of a guy who is trying to do like conditioning push-ups you just do it as quick as possible but it just looks like he's doing the worm without moving anywhere his body's just like moving in a wave so it's like you don't know what part of his body is working out if any of his body's being worked out at all
1: and you wonder if he's just in his head going like yeah, I'm fucking yeah, doing man. this. Look how many I'm going to get ripped. Get <laughs> yeah, some,
0: get I could do some. the worm in place. <laughs> like,
1: really? <laughs> the worm in place. What an achievement. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Somebody make a gif about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, it's our, our next said. podcast. Let's
2: make gifs about it.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. So many next podcasts. I love it. Oh, yeah. I look forward <laughs> to all of them. Our cup runneth over. Yeah. So, uh, so, so anyway, that's,
1: that's where I'm at. You know, I, uh, like it's it's I look forward to it as much as it hurts like the next day or two, I mean, just because of the nature of the job I do too, like I'm constantly but you know uh, like we were talking about earlier, like they're getting hit by a car, i mean there's a point of impact there, so I forget the term, but it's it's basically the injury so wherever I got hit in like square like in the chest right what yeah, it was a uh you know I love to tell this story, I got hit by a pickup truck, you see, and i a, a, you know. So I took the impact on on my chest. And so last week, the therapist was like, uh, the massage therapist was like, you know, yeah, there's not a lot of movement happening in your rib cage. And, you know, so I kind of want to deal with that. So, you know, the focus shifts from my neck and shoulders or it, it, it expands to my rib cage and how often our ribs can go out of place and stay out of place. Like, I didn't know that. I didn't know they can pop in and out like so like easily you know like maybe not like loosely but you know what i'm saying like they're, it's a problem it's a common thing yeah um with with trauma and and uh, so now i've just been i'm learning that i've been dealing with this injury for 10 years now and only mm-hmm. just getting to dealing with it you know so it's like super exciting to like uh, i'm curious about how i'm gonna feel you know what i mean like once i start getting healthy like proper healthy so uh, I figure I should drink as many alcoholic beverages to celebrate.
2: Yeah, loosen up.
1: Yeah. Uh, sunset rub <laughs> Does
2: it smell really like drink. a tropical flavor uh, um, <clears throat> massage oil?
1: Well, thankfully, I'm not like leaving there smelling like uh, coconut oil. Um, but, you know. Uh, Things could be worse. It could totally be worse. You know, uh, I, could... I
0: use coconut oil in my body every day, but whatever. I No, it's not yeah. an insult. Stop, it's me. Stop
1: for me, being non coconut normative, Chris. Oh, God. It's too <laughs> sweet. It's too sweet a scent for me. Um, anyway, so now that I've insulted our guest.
2: Request. Now, before we get to this, though, let oh, yeah. just remind people how to call in. You go to letstrinkabout.it, and there's a tab on the right hand side of the screen that says leave a voicemail. Click on that. You can record it right in your browser. And uh, here is our call.
0: Hi, Chris. Hi, Benjamin. This is Carlos in Minneapolis. I just got scammed by a ticket scalper, and I need a drink to go with that. Oh, uh,
1: Carlos, thanks for calling, buddy. It's great to hear your voice. by a ticket voice. scalper is no fun. No. I mean, I wish you were calling with better news. Uh, yeah. That sucks. Um, damn. I don't think I've ever been taken for. I, I wonder if it's like a, a, a meet up and buy tickets from me at the venue type situation. But I I'm
0: hope wouldn't. it wasn't email me your credit card details. Oh, and yeah. I'll <laughs> yeah. send you the. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Carlos.
1: No, Carlos. Carlos is a pretty smart guy. I don't think that would be it. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what... so,
2: Carlos, uh, because you have and had an encounter with a grifter. Uh, you will be drinking a High Plains Grifter. It's an ounce and a quarter of bourbon, a third of an ounce of fresh lemon juice, a half ounce of Demerara simple syrup, and three ounces of wheat beer um, and hopped bitters. So uh, you can find like uh, hopped grapefruit from Bitterman's, and there. there's a couple of different bitters made out of hops, but that's probably optional. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to build uh, the first three ingredients in a Collins glass over ice and stir and then top with the wheat beer. Give it another quick stir to mix uh, but not so much that you knock all of the carbonation out of the beer and then uh, top with the bitters.
1: Sounds delicious. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah. uh, You don't think so?
0: It sounds... What's throwing you off? A bit sketchy, like a ticket scalper. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: well, <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> I love it. It sounds
0: like individually, it sounds normal, like all the details sound normal, but when you put it together, together I'm like... Something does that oh, up? Something does <laughs> that yeah. like
1: Somebody's leaving wheat disappointed. Wheat and
0: bitters and <laughs> bourbon and simple syrup is just like... Yeah, these are the things that a drink has. Put them
1: together. And this, this I mean, uh, this is why we ask you to make the drink and document it and let us yeah, know Yeah, tell us
2: whether make. we screwed up or not.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, you know, taste being individual and all, you know, whether it was right for you or not, you can let us know, you know? Yeah. We're not going to make this for Alana. We now know. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Because uh, Alana says no. That's
0: I'm t- insulting my host. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's- Ben's like... Fuck I you, think I just
1: before the break, I think you. i before the break, you. I insulted you, so
2: we're even we're even uh <laughs> I, I only have one fuck you in me per i don't know three or four year span, so oh, you're, you're lucky Alana it's 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 used up uh well used, my
1: friend well used, yeah, that
2: use it on an old lady, yeah, I feel so proud a of a old
1: lady, shaking ah, your fist, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, I wish I could have been there it's
2: true. If you had been across the street I probably would have gotten killed <laughs> What do you mean? Because you'd have been just laughing so hard <laughs> Everybody would have been way more angry at me Oh man Yeah uh, This is the thing about an urban confrontation Like that is like In a crowded place When You take issue at some Slight that someone has visited on you Mm -hmm. Like, people don't really notice the first part. They notice when it gets loud. The retaliation. Yeah, so they probably, like, people walking around probably saw me just going, fuck you, to this old (laughs) lady, and we're like, what is that guy's problem, you know? (laughs) Like, who goes Uh. and walks a puppy around Brooklyn and swears at nice old women leaving the (laughs) library? And And you know
0: what? That could be a good, uh, like, bonus track on the Banjay album. (laughs) Something that happens in cities.
2: Yeah, yeah. People screaming
0: at old old women walking puppies around in Brooklyn.
2: Yeah, man. I uh, I got mugged (laughs) on the subway one time, and nobody helped me because when I ran down the the uh, girl that had stolen my iPhone, her two friends beat me up, and they thought that I was trying to take an iPhone from a young girl. You know. What? Yeah.
0: Have you told the story? Can I? Search through the archives and find this episode.
2: I don't know if I've ever told that story on the show. You, you've told it, uh, maybe as an aside. Oh, yeah. can we? Oh, well, man. you know, you know, the, the like the move is you try and grab the phone and get through the doors right, right before they close, so the person can't do anything about it. But uh, I was Johnny on the spot, and she didn't Dude, time hecht. it quite right. So you got to get up pretty early in the morning, yeah, to pull a fast one on Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to cultivate that illusion, anyways. Uh, but so I, basically,
0: old women and teenage girls. Yeah, my, my 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 main out.
2: enemies. Yeah,
1: Ben has got your number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. On that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Weird that's note. it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: This is—it's uh, pretty much how the end of the show goes. Like, well, well I guess that's it. There's We're spent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, it's. Uh, yep. Said
0: something highly inappropriate. We can't get out of. Yep. So let's end it. Yep.
1: Fifty-eight <laughs> minutes every week. That's it. We're done.
0: Alana <laughs> how do people it's been find so you online? Much fun. Well, you know what? Um, I have a friend called Google. Mm-hmm. And if you go oh, there, oh dang, you can go to b o n j a y bonjay Bon-J, uh, or bonjay and you can get our info. And hopefully, in the next little while, you'll hear some new music that was uh, four or five years in the making. Do we have
1: a, a like a tentative date or no? Really,
0: no, no, probably okay. end of summer, early fall. But we uh, we got some things that'll be out in the meantime. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. I'm excited. Love to hear it. Oh man, I'm so excited <laughs> to share it.
1: Uh, you can follow Ben at Benjamin R A
2: H R. And you can follow Chris at Chris B Chicken. You can follow our show at Drink About It. We're also on Instagram and Facebook at Let's Drink About It. Big thanks to our friend Lizzie Bartelt who rocks our socks off on uh, Every our week. social media accounts. Thanks, Lizzie. We should thank Graham Walsh and Jamal Richardson for our music, and Paul Whitling for our art. And thanks, we should Paul. thank Alana for being our lovely and talented guest.
1: Thank you, Alana. Thank
0: you for waiting eight months. Oh my God, it's so <laughs>
1: worth the wait. You're the best. Worth waiting. Yeah, totally. Uh,
0: Thank you guys. Oh, and we had so much fun. Yeah, Absolutely. for the drinks.
1: Thanks yeah. for the free therapy. It's great. No problem. Yeah. I'm,
0: it's not free. Though. Free drinks, oh, free sure. therapy. They invoice use. So. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, we pay we're
2: expecting the invoice. Advice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, we will be back at you next week with more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Later, potato.
1: Don't choke on your rum and coke. Yay. Yay! No big deal. Oh yeah, there they are. Okay. Fuck, I don't know how I didn't catch. It's just so eager. It's been like six months to do it, like getting, tough. getting ready to do this, and now I just fuck it up from the, t- the start.
2: <laughs>
0: Your face. Damn it. I think you are most disappointed in yourself. I am, and we are totally cool with it. Yeah. Oh well. I don't know.
1: I'm gonna get a talking to you after this. You wait. Ben's gonna give me a talking to. You. Okay. Why am I I the bad guy? (laughs) Ben, nobody's worse than me, don't worry. Um, Okay. Three, two, one. That was better anyway.